Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. To drive across the state to Harrisburg or New York takes hours, and it'll cost you a small fortune now in gas and tolls. Train travel could be a convenient and comparable alternative, but Amtrak schedules are not. That could change now that the state is investing $200 million to add some upgrades and a second route from here to the capital. We're with CityCast listener Keegan Gibson, who's on that very train. It's Tuesday, June 28th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Keegan, you have a very important day job, but that's not why we're talking to you today. Uh, you just happen to be on Amtrak's Pennsylvania line today, right as Governor Wolf's office announced a bunch of money for upgrades. That's me, yeah. <laughs> Happy to be your guy on the train. Our guy on the train today. Okay, so yeah, the announcement came out right as you were getting ready to board uh, the train from Harrisburg to Pittsburgh. So what was your reaction to hearing that they're going to put $200 million into these trains? I was excited. I come between Pittsburgh and Harrisburg fairly often and would always like to take the train or at least have the option, but the schedule has always been a, a constraining factor. So I'm looking forward to the increased service. Yeah. So what were you doing in Harrisburg? Well, I grew up in Carlisle and went to high school here and a bunch of friends from Carlisle. We reconnected during the pandemic. And so we had a basically a friends get together weekend near Harrisburg and uh, it was a blast. How often do you make the trip between the two cities? Well, for work, let's see. I probably come between Pittsburgh and Harrisburg, I don't know, once a month throughout the year. That's fairly often. I always thought one of the perks of train travel is it's supposed to be faster than driving. Yeah, not exactly. But that Harrisburg to Pittsburgh train is actually two hours slower. <laughs> um, so what do you like about train travel over the car? Sure. Well, I mean, the first thing is the cost is about the same with, with tolls and gas versus a train ticket. And on the train, I can sit and work or read a book, um, watch some TV shows. You can nap pretty easily. It's comfortable. You have a lot of leg room. It's very leisurely. It's very relaxing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pro. I'm pro train. You know, it's, it's a lot more relaxing than driving. I I like the train, to be honest, um, and I feel like I can get work done, too. So I I don't mind it. And then usually the cities that I'm traveling to, it like drops me off right there, you know, in yeah, the middle of I mean, everything. That's exactly right. And I, so I work, my work touches state government a lot. So the train station here in Harrisburg is like, you know, I can, I'm looking at the Capitol Dome right now. It's less than half a mile walk up to the Capitol. It's, it's really convenient. So do you like the train or is it just more convenient? than the alternative because you can kind of get some work done. And... Well, it's, the convenience is, is nice, but I do like the train. I love being able to look out the window and see the landscape roll by. I don't know. You just you just feel more like connected to places where you're traveling. No offense to the turnpike, but you just can't get that from a car. <laughs> so then paint us, paint us like a little bit of a picture of what it's like on the train. Is it is it nice scenery, good snacks? Yeah. So, okay. So let's see. So I'm, there's like, yeah, there's six, six cars on this train. Most of them are full today. Uh, I'm looking out and seeing all the state government buildings as we pull out of the Harrisburg station. Eventually the cafe car will open. And one thing that's nice about the train versus even like bus or plane or let alone car is you can kind of get up and walk around, stretch your legs. 
you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit more casual than flying. You do get some background noises. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, we found some data that kind of suggests the demand is up. Are you seeing that at all, you feel like, on your trip today? Or do you think there is demand for this line even? Yeah, I mean, I, I say, like, they announced that the, right as we were getting off, you know, very full train, be prepared to sit next to somebody. I've taken this train in the past before. I've never had, I've never been sitting next to somebody. It's never been that full, but it is today. So just anecdotally, it definitely seems uh, fairly busy. And these upgrades are part of the state's comprehensive master plan for its whole rail system. And one of the goals is to be more convenient for businesses and passengers. Do you feel like it's convenient to you? Right now, no. Well, with the <laughs> the schedule, <laughs> the schedule that they announced, it would be a lot better, definitely. What would make it better? Well, I mean, you know, being able to leave Pittsburgh, you know, mid morning and arrive mid afternoon is it would be very convenient. Being able to leave Harrisburg either in the morning or in the afternoon is good. A lot of the business in Harrisburg that I work with is like, you know, it ends in like mid afternoon on a weekday, and so you know you can hop on the train and come back to Pittsburgh same night. Um, so it really fits very well with like my work, my line of work, the new schedule does the current one. I mean, put it this way. I woke up this morning at like seven and have been hanging out in Harrisburg all day until now when the train left under this new schedule, the train would have left at nine forty in the morning and I'd be home by now today. Um, I had got to have lunch with my mom who lives in Carlisle. So, you know, very, very pleasant day. I'm not, I don't mean to complain. Other times, I've basically just been sitting in the station for two hours. That's less fun. Well, and if you've never taken the trip, there's this unique part of it. It's called the horseshoe curve. It's literally this enormous horseshoe shape of train track that goes around a mountain a little west of Altoona. And Keegan, there's a bunch of people on Twitter blaming the horseshoe curve for how slow the trip is. And I mean, it does slow down there a little bit um, or else it would tip over. (laughs) So I hope you can forgive me for this pun, but are you a curve stan? (laughs) I mean, the curve is neat. And um, on my way out, I mean, I'll be there in a couple of hours, but on my way out, the conductor really got into it and and hammed it up and everybody, um, everybody in my cab had a good laugh. I would say... The Horseshoe Curve is special because of its historical significance and it's very scenic. So I wouldn't necessarily want to get rid of the Horseshoe Curve, but I know that they're doing other things, just spending some of this money in other ways to, to speed up the track and optimize things. So I think lowering the overall travel time will be great. I would keep the curve. So you do know a lot about it. You were a reporter in your previous life in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Do you think any of these upgrades will actually get made? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's what's the problem in Harrisburg for stuff like this? There's usually bipartisan agreement to like, it would be great to spend money and build stuff. Uh, it's just the question is, where's the money from? And now the money's coming from the feds. So that, that solves you know, a big part of the problem that the state's had for a long time. And Keegan, before we let you go, uh, for anyone out there who has some train travel in their future, what's the best train snack for the money? Oh, boy. Well, I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> on our way out, there are so many people in the dining car. The conductor, one of the assistant conductor, like, came out and helped cook food. You know, I like uh, snack bar, banana, a bottle of water. I like the simple things and a cup of coffee. That is, that, that, that's a good uh, train. I usually like the pretzels and the hummus. Oh yeah, pretzels and hummus. That's a good one. I haven't thought of, I haven't considered that. I gotta add that to my back pocket. Oh my goodness. 
Keegan Gibson is Guy on an Amtrak train, everybody. (laughs) Happy to be here. (laughs) Thank you. Here's what else is happening in Pittsburgh today. Northside City Councilman Bobby Wilson is introducing a trio of bills later this morning related to reproductive freedom. That'll be a part of council's regular Tuesday meeting downtown. The first bill asks police to deprioritize enforcing abortion-related crime. The second bill regulates deceptive advertising by crisis pregnancy centers here, meaning the ones that call themselves things like Pregnancy Resource Center, but they're not actually healthcare centers and they tell people misleading information. And the third bill is a shield law to protect providers from prosecution. Legislative aide Mohammed Bernie says they've been in the works since news of the leaked decision dropped in May. And Sheets is offering discount gas through the holiday weekend. This is the best news I've heard in like a solid week. It's only for unleaded 88 and E85. And honestly, in this economy, who's picking anything above 88 anyways? Your car is fine with the house gas. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. So we'll see you then. There's no fun to be had. (laughs) I can't, I can't. If there is, let me know. Okay.